0: Buff Nation! Let's go! Let's go, baby. DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. What is up, chat? Studio B day. Studio B for good reason today. Yes. For good
1: reason today. Uh, As our Av show Mm -hmm. has on a couple people that you may have heard of, although (laughs) given our audience, maybe not. (laughs) Who knows? Um, The two arguably the two biggest legends in Colorado avalanche history, Mm -hmm. Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg are in the studio right below us talking. We're here talking buffs. Yep. Uh, And I have to say, if I could tell that my 10 year old self that about 20 years from now, you're going to be at work in the office (laughs) and Joe Sackick is going to come in, see the hoodie you're wearing and start talking to you about (laughs) Colorado football. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think i would have just said like cool yeah I, i'm good with that life whatever led me to that point i'm in you made it bro yeah yep that's uh Congrats. that's gonna work for me that's gonna work for me that was a, a highlight and joe sackett was at the usc game
0: which Yes he big college football fan Apparently, yes
1: in past years that would have been like a headline yeah that joe sackett came to the game <laughs> right. you know like john elway <laughs> came to the game yeah. um but that he was he somehow flew under the radar. He was at the game and no one knew until I think right now. when he told us that.
0: Yeah. People saying we, they don't know who they are in the chat. Well, <laughs> well, once you're done watching this show, tune into the app show. Maybe you can uh, learn two times
1: Stanley Cup champions. There you go.
0: Um, we'll talk about Charles Lester. We'll get to him. But we start with the big news today. It's happening, Ryan.
1: It is happening.:
0: A new video board is going to be put up on the south side of Folsom Field, about five times bigger than the current one, which is I don't know, it's like watching like a four by three like six inch TV basically, when you're in the stadium. <laughs> Why are you hating on that? Because it's so small. <laughs> it's not even worth looking at it in the stadium.:
1: Well, I sit directly in front of it, so when I turn around, it looks at you, well, there you go) <laughs> <laughs> It's not about the size of the scoreboard, it's (laughs) about the size of the scores that you put on.
0: That's true. That's true. Um,
1: I described this to, let me just start by saying I'm excited for this. This is cool. You know, the cool thing about, uh, I think Ted put this perfectly. He said like, what I love about college football stadiums is they are ever evolving. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the time you don't build a whole new stadium, you just improve yours over time. And that's what's happening here with Colorado. Obviously you have to stick with the times you got to upgrade the video board is too small. (laughs) Uh, So they're going to upgrade it. But I described this to someone on Twitter. I said like, when you're in love, you just don't see things clearly. Like, it's like (laughs) if your girl comes in and she got her hair done, and you're like, I think you look great with your hair done, but I thought you looked great before, you know, like, (laughs) I love you no matter what. That's how I feel about Folsom. Like, you know, uh, dress high heels, Love Folsom. Yep. Sweatpants, no makeup. I love.
0: Folsom. <laughs> well, it's uh, getting an upgrade for sure. Um, pretty badly needed. I'm gonna try and send you these pictures, Alyssa, so you can throw them up of uh, what the renderings look like. It looks dope, honestly. From especially from the outside.
1: Yeah, it does. It honestly does.
0: You actually agree? No, I agree. I okay. Agree.
1: The <laughs> renderings look good, and it. F- like one thing that Rick George does an amazing job of. Is listening to the fans. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's very in tune with what matters to people. Yeah, and this goes back to the first time, the first season. Rick George was the athletic director here. I'll never forget. We were having a tailgate, and Rick George just showed up at the tailgate, and he was like, "Hey, like, I what's important to you guys? Um, like, I want. I'm just curious to hear what what is it what matters to you guys." Uh, As a fan of Colorado football, a donor, a season ticket holder, et cetera, et cetera. And he, you know, one of the things that was brought up then is they said, the people that were there said, I hate going to Mile High for the CSU game. Like it sucks. Uh, And so he listened to them then. That's gone. You know, it's not like it was just them. That was a big thing, a big topic amongst CU fans. They hated having to travel for a home game. Yeah. This was another one. People said, hey, we want a video board, but also it needs to be, it needs to like, be classy in the way that it, it comes into the stadium and we don't want it to interfere with the view of the, of the flat irons now there will be a few seats in the stadium that this is going to block their view of the sure. flat irons a little bit but i think that this was done in a tasteful way uh to upgrade the stadium upgrade the the experience for the fans uh and keep the stadium feel the same way it is now
0: I agree. I mean, that's the, you pretty much explained it, how in college football you just build upon your current stadium. And I feel like this is a great addition. It looks great in these renderings here. It really does. Um, and it's going to be helpful for a lot of people looking south in the
1: stadium. And I'll be honest, like, if you're sitting in a lot of places in the stadium, if there's, like, a big replay yeah, and you're, like, trying to see if a guy got his foot down, like, half the time you still don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that also happened to me somewhere else. Oh, UCLA.
0: What? We're talking about our video boards. Well, that stadium's so massive too that it's like it's even further away and it's not big,
1: <laughs> dude. That's crazy. The UCLA video board setup has got to be the worst in American sports. Mm-hmm. And I say American sports because at English soccer stadiums, most some of them don't even have video boards. But I guess theirs is terrible. Yeah, this one is going to be great.
0: It's exciting. Um, <laughs> Brett McMurphy put out a tweet about it. Doggin on CU again, so I quote tweeted and asked him if he was still upset with that coach. Prime didn't give him a favorite artist, and
1: his non-answer means yes.
0: Yeah, even if he answers no, it's still yes. <laughs> uh, but it's exciting, man. Do you think they're? I mean, they already mentioned the West Side redoing the Fieldhouse and redoing the press box. Are there any other upgrades that you would be okay with? Um, they did expand. It looks like if you show them the, uh, the one, like looking at the scoreboard from yeah. the stadium view, you can see they expanded the like sponsor board whatever yeah, you call yeah. It. yeah. I mean, that doesn't matter. No, but um, increased revenue.
1: Hopefully. Um, yeah, I think that looks great, man. That's,
0: it looks so good from the outside. Are they actually going to have those outside? I, I hope so. Yeah,
1: that's kind of cool too. Are they going to show the game? Or are they just going to like put ads? I don't ads? know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they just go with ads. That's
1: your expanded seating. <laughs> you can come watch the game from out, out front. There you go. Um, <laughs> is there any other upgrades that I would be okay with? Uh I mean, I'm open to hearing about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about this with Ted when, when we did our little thing. Like, um, I'm into closing off the northwest end of the stadium and making it just like a bowl. Yeah. Um, I think that would be cool. To me, if you're gonna add capacity, uh I would do it on that side, that way you don't have to worry about you know messing with the view at all. Yeah. Um, But those sorts of things are cool. Like you're just going to slowly but surely go around, right? It's just like you're checking off a box, and then that one's new. um, And it's almost like a car part, right? Like you you eventually have to replace all of them if you have the car long enough. So you just slowly go through and upgrade everything over time. If anyone ever talks about building a new stadium or moving the stadium
0: though? Yeah. I will ride. I mean, you can't do that though. I exactly. It'd be sacrilegious. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a great upgrade. It like fits the current vibe of Folsom Field and it's actually like a Seats? Right right on cue, Eric. What do you say? Oh. <laughs> But um, it like fits in with uh, what they're trying to do at Folsom. And it's like a marker for the Prime era too. Yes. Like you're always going to remember that as like when Prime came here, this video board came up.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, also, uh, anyone who is against the trough bathrooms miss <laughs> me with that. That's easily the most efficient way to move people in and out of there. I've never had to wait in a line <laughs> to pee at Folsom Field. I mean,
0: it's true. Well, lucky you. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you talking about the oh, media bathroom? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Alyssa has an, uh, an adventure when hey, she does that have is to go part to the you
1: know, They're going also. to upgrade that too. Um,
0: oh. She she misses like half a quarter sometimes when she's just like down in the field house. Oh my God, the field
1: house during a game is a madhouse.
0: It, yeah, we, that's how we walked in last week. Yep, on the south side, so it was chaos. It is crazy.
1: I went in there during halftime a couple times this season, and it is. I can't it's <laughs> insanity yeah but there is one little drink place in the far corner where there's never a line and I always
0: that's your spot
1: snag a quick uh, snag a quick seltzer on my way back <laughs> to the seats well now
0: like 10,000 of your closest fan, friends no <laughs> anything else on the stadium upgrade um yes I put I
1: also put this out on Twitter huh anytime something good happens for CU There's like, people are just waiting to say, okay, now do this. It's like, can't we just enjoy one thing for a few (laughs) minutes before we have to move on to the next thing? Like, Half of my response is, okay, now do the sound system. It's like, just be happy about this for one second. As I respond to someone, your life would be be so much better if you just enjoy good things when they happen, Mm -hmm. rather than immediately thinking about the next thing that needs to happen.
0: Right, Drives me nuts.
1: So Uh, I'm also in on upgrading the sound, but... We don't even talk about that today. No,
0: we'll hit that on a different day. This video board will be ready for the twenty twenty four season, though. Uh, construction expected to begin in January, so it's a quick job. Um, I mean, they're going to be. It's probably going to be chaos on that side of the stadium throughout the summer.
1: I mean, the Broncos literally put a new mountain in their stadium <laughs> That's this true. year, uh, and they did that in the off season. Yeah, that video board
0: is like bigger than the building that we're in right now. So when I went for the Chiefs game, I was in the South Stands, though, so I didn't get to actually mm. like utilize it, I guess. But, yeah, it is towering. South Stands is the place to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Like in the 200 level? Um, no, like in like – so it's still the bottom bowl. Like you walk into the stadium, you know, and you know how the entrances are right yeah, there. Well, in the there's South only side. one level in the South. I mean, I guess I walked up a little bit, but we were – I felt like we were right there. You were in the, the film view yep it's the best place to be oh yeah all right shout out to our friends at hestra job gloves hestra is a glove company they've been making gloves for 85 years probably going to come and clutch this weekend it is going to be nice weather but maybe a little chilly cut cut c2k says uh it doesn't make sense why you guys don't get
1: the main set if the buffs have the most views well <laughs> first of all they have guests but second of all this is we're only two you can't fit i think they have Four or five people on yeah. the
0: show in there—you couldn't fit five people in here today. No, so. it'd be a madhouse. Um, but you were rocking the Hester Job gloves at the tailgate as well, dude. I wore—I the, rocked them at the game at the tailgate.
1: They're comfortable. They're easy to like do things mm-hmm. while you're wearing them. Uh, get shit
0: done gloves. Yes, they
1: are get shit done gloves. I—I I actually love. Them. I have those exact ones that are in that picture. There you go. Uh, highly, highly recommend. It's just like a driving, you know, uh, at the tailgate. Those things are elite.
0: Yes, they are. And incredibly warm. Visit HestraJob.us. Use the code DNVRJOB to get 30% off your next purchase. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at And then shout out to our friends at Hero Bread. Let's get into that time of the year where maybe you're thinking about a diet. If you do not want to cut out bread completely, Check out Hero Bread. RK is a big uh, Hero Bread guy too. It's true.
1: One more home game, then I'm getting back on a diet. About three months from now, I'm gonna be looking Mm -hmm. svelte as hell because of Hero things like Hero Bread.
0: I'm kind of feeling it too, man. Once football season's over, it's time to get back in the gym.
1: Well, and and like, I'm gonna try to convince myself that like with no home games left, that that's time. That's the
0: trigger. (laughs) I'm just gonna. I'll admit to myself I have to wait till after football. I feel
1: like I'm not really gonna be tailgating anymore. Like,
0: true, you know. Well, Utah. True. I guess we'll see how hard uh it doesn't have to be like Utah's party. A hundred percent
1: of days, you know. I just have to get the ball. rolling.
0: That's true. Exactly. Uh, they got tortillas. They got bread. All kinds of good stuff. Go to herobread. Co and you can save ten percent with the code DMBR. Shout out to those guys. All right, let's talk about what happened after practice today. Uh both of these videos are up on our YouTube channel. You can watch and see what Zay and Levante Bentley had to say. First off, I mean I'm not going to go through everything. They were kind of just talking about Oregon State, Arizona. Um both of them obviously graduate players. This is their last home game of their college career.
1: So it was Bent and who? Zay. Crazy, man.
0: Yeah. They're like- doing like the senior day shit
1: this I weekend. I know. I know. And that's, a, I don't know, man, it just feels like too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, can we not dig up an extra year of eligibility for Zay? I know. Um, he's been great, man, and and he deserves fans to be in their seats nice and early uh, for the game this weekend, so you can
0: give him a proper send-off. And Bentley, too. Of course. He's of course. really come on the last few weeks. He man. has
1: three tackles for loss last week.
0: Yeah, I think he was the leading tackler as well. Yep. He was balling. Needed um, him, too. It was an interesting dynamic, though. I asked Levante Bentley about this being his last home game, and he's just like, haven't even thought about it. And then Zay, before he even is asked a question, is talking about how, you know, my family's coming up this weekend and all this stuff, and it's just crazy how fast it went. So I just thought it was interesting, the two dynamics. Uh, Back to Zay. I guess he wasn't on the field for the first two drives. Did you notice this on Saturday? No. So uh, I guess something happened off the field, so he had to serve a little time, I guess, in the <laughs> penalty box or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he talked about it, just said it was a little bit of off the field stuff. Um, mentioned the young guys. Obviously, Omari Miller started the game uh, in his spot. Um, he, talk, he was asked about last week when, or two weeks ago, I can't remember when it was, but Coach Prime was asked to give him an NFL comp, and he said Andre Risen. Mm -hmm. So today, Zay was asked what players would he compare himself to.
1: Did you ask him that?
0: No, this was Mm -hmm. uh, Matt, actually.
1: It's a very Jake question. I
0: know. Keenan Allen, first name mentioned.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: We got a few more. He mentioned Odell Beckham. Okay. And then Larry Fitzgerald.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: And then he also said Deshaun Jackson. Which is more like a Jimmy Horn comp, I feel. But yeah,
1: combine all those four and you've got the best receiver ever. <laughs>
0: for real, though.
1: Um, which one do you think was the most accurate?
0: Keenan Allen. Yeah. Maybe Fitzgerald, but, I mean, Fitzgerald just had like plus, 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 plus ball skills.
1: Right, and size.
0: Yes. Um, I like I like
1: Keenan Allen. I don't actually like Keenan Allen because he plays for the Chargers. But I like the comp. Yeah. Of Keenan- he had a ridiculous Dude, catch on Monday I night. I was, who were the, who's playing? The Jets Chargers. and the Chargers. Yeah, I, I was on the Jets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and as soon as that ball left his hand, I'm like, oh, Herbert missed him. And yeah. he just went,
0: <laughs> plucked it. That, that's like, that's like a Zay type of play, though. Zay can make those, like twisting all the way around almost. Like we've seen him do stuff like Has that. Has he
1: made a one handed catch this year?
0: Only one I can think of the whole year is really the Omari and Miller one. Yeah. So probably just because Shador <laughs> puts the ball in the right place much. That's true. So much. Exactly. Um, interesting thing that Zay said um, just about looking back at last weekend's game and how they got going late. He said it was because of the tempo. And this is one thing that Pat Shermer, I noticed for sure, they were huddling up a lot more. They were taking more co- time off the play clock. But when they sped it up because they had to at the end of the fourth quarter, that's when Zay said the offense really got going, and obviously that's when they started scoring. So You're being accused of cap.
1: The question was whose game do you take from uh as NFL wide receivers? Not who would you compare yourself to.
0: It's the same thing. No, it's
1: not, but it's not you it's not like a crime that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: It's pretty much the same thing.
1: <laughs> well, no, because one is like I'm studying because I want to be more like them. One is like, I think my game is similar to them.
0: The question was Coach Prime compared you to Andre Ryzen. Uh-huh. Who are you taking like aspects of your game from? Basically, it's the same thing. <laughs> we could debate this all day long. It's the same thing. <laughs> I think the chat will take my side. Um, On to Levante Bentley. He talked about Trevor Woods and his ability to make the transition to linebacker, said he was pretty impressed by it. Um, and he's just been impressed by how he's been getting his nose in there, really taking on guards in the run game. I mean, I haven't really gone back and watched the film too much recently, but Trevor Woods does not strike me as a weakness on this defense when I watch them week in and week out. No. Like, he's, he's built for it. Yeah, I mean, he's just –
1: he has elite football instincts, mm-hmm. uh, and so he's going to put himself in the right place. Um, it's – Not a one-for-one comparison at all. But people say, like, Nikola Jokic isn't good at defense. The thing is, he always knows exactly where he should be. Mm -hmm. And so he's actually a plus to the defense. Now, he's not blocking shots or doing anything crazy like that. um, But just being simply in the right place because he knows what's about to happen helps the Nuggets' defense. And it's why they have a great defensive rating when he's on the floor, despite him not being your traditional defensive big. Mm -hmm. Um, The same thing is true of Trevor Woods. As long as you don't get yourself out of position, you're going to be a a positive to your defense at linebacker. Yep. Um, The same thing is true of defensive linemen. The only difference is you're getting like – there's someone trying to move you into the wrong place. But if you don't let them move you into the wrong place, you're going to be good. Yep. Um, So for Trevor, it's just like he knows where to be, uh, and it's allowing him to make plays and also filter plays to different guys.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he said on Arizona's offense that they're pretty 50-50. They like to run the ball. They do have a good back. Um, they throw play action quite a bit. And then obviously those big receivers. It's going to be challenging for those linebackers. I think this Arizona offense is going to stretch them sideline to sideline. This is a pretty potent offense that we're going up against this weekend. So,
1: Yeah. Welcome to the Pac-12. N- n- no one will ever want to hear this, um, but... The biggest reason why the Buffs have a losing record right now is because of how good the Pac twelve is. Absolutely. Now, you could make the case that they should still be five and four because they had a twenty nine point lead on Sanford, and you would be correct. But the point is, the losses if if this was a regular year in the Pac twelve, I really think that this team is good enough to They're easily both eligible. Yes uh but it is tough man i mean all of these teams that they are playing are legit oregon state is legit arizona is legit ucla is legit it's just one after another it's a gauntlet and unfortunately they dropped the ball against the one layup in in the conference and that's why they find themselves in a tough tough position with three games left but again no one wants to hear it outside of this room um or i'm including all of you guys in the Mm. room with us but the Pac-12 is really, really fucking good this year, and it's made this first year of the Coach Prime era more, more difficult.
0: No doubt, man. Uh, when you look at ESPN's Football Power Index, and you go by strength of schedule, right now the Buffs are 16th in the country. Yeah, a um, lot of teams in this Football Power Index from the Pac-12 at the top. Oregon's number three. Uh, Washington's up there. USC's still up there. Utah. UCLA, Arizona, so.
1: All right. This um, is a quick answer, so I'll give it. Mark says, when the season ends, will you guys still do the show? Of course. Five times a week, baby.
0: You know it, Mark. Going Um, nowhere. I saw another question about Zay getting a graduate year. This is his graduate year, so he is done for sure after this season.
1: Also, I appreciate that Mark's already thinking about what life would be like without us. Mm -hmm. You'll never know.
0: We ain't going anywhere, brother. All right. um, Do you want to load up that DraftKings Sportsbook app for me?
1: Yes. (laughs) Look at that. He's so (laughs)
0: coachable. (laughs) Right now, new customers can bet $5 on anything at DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. What are we, in week nine already in the NFL? We're in November. It's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's truly football season.
1: It might be week ten, because the Broncos are three and five, and they had a bye week. It's week ten.
0: Oh man, it's going by too fast. I mean, the
1: Buffs. It feels like the Buff. We're at like the end of the Buff season. I know, reading Senior Day this week. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Get in on the uh, football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use that code DMVR. New customers can bet just five dollars on anything to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Only on DriveKings Sportsbook with code DMBR. The crown is yours. We need a pick of the week. Oh, that is so weird. Okay. For some reason, I was like looking
1: at this line for Nuggets Warriors, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't let me look at anything else. And I was like, what is this? For some reason, I had scrolled too far to all the way to the Christmas game, oh my which God. apparently they already have lines we, up for. We can't go that far. But we're yeah. not going that far. Uh, but Nuggets are taking on the Warriors tonight. And... You have an 8-10 start, so sorry to the East Coasters. You'll have to wait. To I'm going
0: tonight, by the way. Enjoy. Piped.
1: I was there last night. I'm calling it the building of banners. It's a great name for it. Thank you. <laughs> the um, Bob. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Bob for short. <laughs> there's a lot of ways you could go with this, but there's an old adage. My God, the odds on this. That we used <laughs> to use on the betting show, which was, if they're going to double Nicole Jokic, bet the triple-double. Because he's going to get his ten assists because there's going to be a guy open on the floor and he always sure. sees them. Yeah. The tallest player on the roster for the uh, Golden State Warriors, say Warriors uh-huh. is six foot ten. They have no choice but to double Nikola Jokic, especially because they don't have Draymond Green tonight. Yep. He is out. Um, now they'll try to single him up a little bit with Looney, but Jokic will just get him in foul trouble early. than they're going to have to double him. So Nikola Jokic triple double. They also agree with me at DraftKings Sportsbook. This is happening. It's minus 110. Oh, my God. But it's happening. So take your uh, take your money and run. Uh,
0: I do know there's a like free SGP bet tonight as well. So if you would get in the app and claim it at the top of the screen. Uh, but shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Faster. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And then shout out to us. If you're enjoying the content, consider becoming a DMVR diehard. You get a free shirt at sign up, and every year after. You get 20% off merch always. You get a discount at the bar. Get access to the Discord server. All kinds of good stuff. Um, Diehard content and everything. Hell yeah. So become a member. Uh, We have a tailgate this weekend. Do we have details yet?
1: Not yet. All right. Not yet, but we will have a tailgate this weekend. Excited about it. And, uh... If I were to guess, it'll be very similar to last week's tailgate.
0: Let's go. Last weekend was hype. I yeah. saw Rick George, like, walk. We passed him, like, walking into the stadium. Did he walk to the tailgate again? No. No. Sad. Damn. All right.
1: He would have had a great time.
0: He probably would have. He'll be back. All right. Let's talk some recruiting again. This is now the sixth or seventh crystal ball or prediction for King Joseph Edwards. Now our guy, Adam Munster, tiger files his for King Joseph Edwards to become a Colorado Buffalo. Again, two four, seven sports composite four star 327th player in the country. 27th overall edge six four two thirty. He had a ball visiting uh, Folsom field last weekend. Looks like it's pretty much set in stone though. And he
1: tweeted, he knows where he's going but he's just waiting to announce it.
0: I think he's waiting for early signing day. There
1: you go. So, Um, Lock it in. Really excited about this one. He has a pass rusher body. I mean, when you look at this dude, he just looks like almost... I'm not comping him, but he has like a Von Miller Mm -hmm. type. Um, Just the way that those guys are built. So... He is built to rush the passer and uh I'm excited to see him do it in Boulder.
0: Um, not great podcasting. I kind of want to pull this up and show you the first play of his huddle, though, because he absolutely wrecks this kid. All right. This, this poor quarterback. Quick. Um, but yeah, he's a beast. He's uh I think he plays both ways. Oh, is it not this one? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll have to find Sad. it to you and send it to you <laughs> at some point. But uh he is a force. And then Let's talk about Charles Lester, Ryan. Okay. We haven't talked about this guy in a minute. Um, he obviously came down to FSU and CU back in July, I want to say. Five-star cornerback. I think the second overall cornerback in this class. But he posted a picture of him in full CU uniform to his Instagram story today. Hmm. What do you think about this?
1: uh i think that i've been watching this long enough to know that you never count coach prime out Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to top corners yes so look no matter what you want to say for one one reason or another colorado was on his mind today uh and until that the ink is dry on that letter of intent i'll say the buffs have a chance
0: um matt h is the one that posted on twitter i quote tweeted it and posted it and all i saw was buff nation chiming in saying he's clout chasing it's kind of wild and there it is right there and there it is see uh i want to talk about this because look there is a lot of legitimate clout chasing going on when it comes to colorado and these recruits Mm -hmm. guys who don't even get given actual offers try to commit and chase that clout ride it um, you know, to build their profile or a notoriety as a football player. I don't think that's happening here. I think this guy was truly between FSU and CU. He came here twice. This is a five-star player in this upcoming class. This isn't a 26 kid who talked to a recruiting coordinator or something and is trying to, you know, ride the wave and pick up his momentum. This is one of the best players in the class. And I think that we should kind of tone it down a bit when it comes to accusing someone of clout chasing who was damn near close to committing this program.
1: Yeah. And I'll just say this. It doesn't behoove us in any way to make those accusations publicly. Mm-hmm. Now, if we want to come here on the show and in the chat and be like, I think he might be clout chasing. Yeah, that's fine. But why, why would we, what do we gain from commenting that on this post? Yes. Um, if there is a chance, you don't want to sour his feelings exactly. towards the Fan base by saying, Oh, he's just caught chasing. If he's like, Hey, I actually, yeah, really like you guys, like, what's right. going on here? You don't want to do that. So, for me, I've always been just like, Why are we even talking to like posting? I know. recruits yeah, um, in the first place. But if you're gonna do it, just keep it positive, like, for real, just comment, like. You'd look great in black and gold. Love right. to see you as a
0: buff. Or the buff emoji. That's like all you got to do. Coach Prime
1: will make you the best whatever. Uh-huh. Like, dude, I just don't think anything is gained from calling someone a clout chaser.
0: And we don't know. right? Like, how would we know? Exactly. So look, like best case scenario. Charles Lester commits and becomes a buff. And he plays for Coach Prime at Folsom Field. Worst case...
1: We're in the exact same yeah. spot
0: we've been in the last three to four months. So it doesn't do us you, any good to if, go and dog on him.
1: And if you need to, you can go call him a cloud chaser. Then, Yes, <laughs> Which exactly. I still would not recommend, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't, I don't agree with the idea of like hopping in a dude's comments and saying he's a cloud chaser. Even if he is, who cares? Yes. Me person. That's my personal opinion no, on that's it. That's my exact and stance. I, and I understand if people do care. You know, you're using the brand and you're using the program and you're using Coach Prime's name to try and I don't know build your following. Um, but at
0: the same time, what if he's not? I mean, this is a five star player. I don't think he needs to chase clout for people to know who he is. These guys
1: certainly know feel attention and they like it. And so they, it's a game,
0: of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um,
1: but at the same time, to me, the even if it's a one percent chance that he might still come to Colorado. I don't want him thinking like what we say about Florida state fans with coach prime. Right. And it's like, all you're doing is souring the relationship because you keep saying all this bad stuff about coach prime mm-hmm. and talking shit and we know he keeps receipts. And so we're saying like, Hey, let's, uh, you know, coach prime sees all of you, uh, you know, saying all this terrible stuff about him. It's going to hurt you if you ever try to bring him in. Same thing is true. Um, of, of Charles Lester in this case, I just personally, would say keep it positive until, like I said, the ink is dry. I agree.
0: Uh, We offer, or CU offered a massive offensive tackle in the 2025 class also. Nick Brooks is a 247 sports composite four-star, 163rd player overall, 16th overall offensive tackle in the class. 2025, Ryan. 6'7". 345. If I'm doing my math correctly, he's 16, 16 years old. 16 years old. And he's 6'7,
1: 345. Yes. My God. Um, the good news is like he hasn't even grown into his body yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's huge. But as soon as he starts training and you know, whatever, where is he from?
0: Uh from know? Iowa.
1: Iowa. That's a good place to go find offensive linemen. Yep. Um, uh, you know, if he finds the uh 6 0 strength of Iowa uh, <laughs> and gets in there and starts training like a like a high caliber prospect, like that 345 is gonna be a whole different
0: 345. Yep. He is from John F. Kennedy High School in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He does have two crystal balls, uh, both from Hawkeye insider riders at two four seven sports with an eight. High confidence for him to commit to Iowa. For almost a year and a half out, or I guess a year out from his actual uh signing date. But this guy has the offer list, Alabama, CU's in there, Florida State's in there. And another big guy. Could we potentially have Jordan Seaton on one side and massive Nick Brooks on the other? Sign me up. <laughs> the Brook end. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's all I got on recruiting today. Shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is presented by Illegal Pete's. Um, Illegal Pete's is running a pretty cool promotion. If you go to a Buffs game, or I guess this is your last Buffs game, and bring in a ticket stub, you can get a free house margarita or draft beer with their promo.
1: Apparently he decommitted from Iowa yesterday.
0: Oh, there you go then.
1: (laughs) I did see that they lost a big recruit. I didn't realize it was who you were talking about.
0: I didn't realize either, actually. Yep, there it is. Picked up an offer from Texas Tech yesterday, too. Anyway, shout out to Illegal Pete's. We love Illegal Pete's. You love Illegal Pete's. Everyone loves Illegal Pete's. Shout out to them for helping out with the tailgate last weekend, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, even outside of its natural element, always first
0: still slap. Always hits. Uh, and then shout out to Olipop. Olipop is a new kind of soda. It's delicious. It's also good for you or better for you than regular soda. can help you improve your gut health. It has nine grams of prebiotics, not probiotics. Yes, I know that. <laughs> they have tons of great flavors. Vintage Cola, Classic Root Beer, Orange Squeeze, Classic Grape, Strawberry Vanilla. My favorite is the cream soda one. Um, I have yet to try all the flavors yet. I don't think you've tried cream soda yet, but what was, what'd you say your favorite was yesterday? Cream soda. Oh, so you have.
1: By the way, the Olipop at mm-hmm. the tailgate also all got drank.
0: Yep. It's a great just, mixer.
1: Just thirsty, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a great mixer, too. Uh, use the code DMVR20, and you can get 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkollipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts.
1: So, are you done? Yep. Okay. I didn't mean that. So no. You're, not good. Me. you're good. You're uh, good. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I get shit done. What can I say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is something I would say, though.
1: I got a text from a family member of a Colorado football player today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they would want me to put them on blast directly, so I won't say who it was. Um, they texted me and they said, I just found out from watching your show today that there's an and in now, laters. Wow. It's like I legitimately went my whole life <laughs> thinking that it was just one word, no space, no and.
0: Uh so that's that was a We can't do candy days thing. on media day anymore cuz I ate probably 25 now later last night. Jeez. I went hard. <laughs> Let me guess what you did before that. Uh you probably know. <laughs> Shout out kind love. <laughs> the strawberry one's so good though, bro. It's so good. The strawberry one is absolutely the goat. All right. <laughs> Let's get to questions. <laughs> Generic sports fan, one, two, three. Does CU get a win against a team that makes a bowl game this year? Looks like Nebraska might, but TCU, CSU, and ASU won't. Does CU beat Arizona or Utah? I got a good feeling about this weekend.
1: Um, also, for the sake of this, we I do not care if we don't get a win over a bowl game if it means that Nebraska also does not make a bowl game. Yep. Still rooting against them, still petty.
0: Yeah, they're Always. at five wins. Uh they're on like their 18th quarterback of the season or something. But uh they have I guess a cakewalk coming up. Or not a cakewalk, but Maryland, Wisconsin, Iowa. I don't know. Arizona seems like their best chance. Utah is gonna be an uphill climb, I think still. What's Washington State at record wise? Um give me a minute. And I'll Wait, get so that. who does Nebraska have left? Uh Maryland, Wisconsin, and Iowa.
1: All right. Well, They've got a good chance.
0: Who am I looking up?
1: Uh, Washington State. What's their record?
0: They are 4 and 5, 1 and 5 in the conference.
1: So they still have a chance too. Yeah,
0: they have lost 5 straight after starting 4 and 0. Oh. Wow. They got a cow this weekend.
1: Okay, so there's 5. And then they have Colorado and Washington
0: and obviously we uh are planning on them losing to Colorado. So if the Buffs win on Saturday next weekend's game or next Friday's game is a game for bowl eligibility, basically. Yep. yep. We'll see. Uh, Eric, with the question, where do you think the NFL draft stock for Bentley and Weaver is first, second, third round, et cetera? Um, Zay is definitely, I think, more highly regarded than Levante at this point. Yes. I'd probably say Zay is a <clears throat> top 75, maybe top 50 player.
1: Yeah, I was going to say uh, top, top three rounds. Yes. For sure, in my opinion. Uh, as for bent I, I just honestly i think he'll probably have to earn his way um, <laughs> <My God>. with, <laughs> uh, i think he'll probably have to earn his way onto you know uh, a camp invite show yeah. out undrafted make make a roster but hey nate landman
0: mm-hmm. that's what he
1: did this this last weekend he led the atlanta falcons in tackles yeah so uh he's second on the team this season in tackles so That's not to say that it can't
0: be done. It's done all the time. Uh, Neely's chiming in in the comments. He says, Zay second, Bentley fourth. Uh, Bentley's, I I mean, he's a guy who's played a lot of football, even going back to Clemson and was playing, like, special teams and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely a way he can find himself on an NFL roster. Absolutely. Uh, Also, interesting news with the Senior Bowl. Do you see that? Or with all, I guess, college All-Star games. No. They removed the... uh, like upperclassmen requirement.
1: Oh. So if you
0: declare for the draft, or I guess, I don't know when declaration date is, but I think you can, if you're going into the draft, you can just be a junior, a true junior, and go to an all-star game now. I love it. I, that just
1: makes it more fun for those all-star games. Yeah. Um, also, it's funny that Unk showed up in the comments today because uh, our little logo down in the corner was the yep. the... The DNVR pregame show one before the show started, I was like, "Oh, it's coming today." Mm. It was prophetic.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all on that though. We'll see. I mean, we could see Travis, I guess, in a college all-star game next year because he's probably going to declare after his junior season. Yep. And I guess we'll get a little bit of bonus football with him in a Buffs helmet. Did you see uh, Coach
1: Prime on the Dan Patrick Show yesterday? Oh,
0: that was a great interview.
1: It was um and first time i've ever seen him hesitate about the uh the nfl question
0: he gave a different answer there didn't yeah.
1: he because obviously the first question was is that a goal for you no yeah then what if it's a package deal with you and shador and he added in and shiloh yeah and then he was like i don't know i'm not yeah about he that. gave the whole, i don't know i don't think that far <laughs> down the line it's <laughs> like of oh thing. okay there you go atlanta falcons Shador, Shiloh, Coach Prime,
0: I couldn't even hate on that. No. Nope. Um, that was a great interview, though. That it just Interviews like that drive home, I think, just how consistent Coach Prime is as a person because that was the exact same guy that was literally just sitting in front of us like hours before answering questions and stuff mm-hmm. and just how he, obviously, him and Dan have a much tighter relationship just going back a lot further, but he just always says it like it is no yep. matter what the situation. I do think Dan has had a couple of hater moments, though. This oh, year. he definitely has. They talked about it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw the clips coming out. From well,
0: him. they went back and... So I guess the most interesting takeaway from this thing, they went back and talked about the transfers, the exodus that he had uh, after the spring game. And Coach Prime said every one of them quit except for, like, 20 of them. And those are the 20 guys that they had the conversations with, like hey, it's probably not going to work out for you here. You should probably hit the portal. Mm-hmm. But he said every other player pretty much quit. Why do you think they were 1-11? Yeah. I don't think we're done with seeing guys quit, by the way. Nope. <laughs> Eric with the question, any schedule updates or plans for early signing day and signing day? Uh, we're still a while away, but we'll definitely do something.
1: Yep, absolutely. Like I said, it's going to come down to, hey, what winner guys announcing, you know, Let's okay. We got four guys announcing between 10 and 2. Let's do it yep. then. Go back real quick to Louise. Uh, he said, I've been saying that if she gets, should if you get Shador, Shiloh, and Travis on the same NFL team, Coach Ram will coach it. I believe that that would actually happen. How is the team going to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna have to acquire two first round picks in like the top 10, 10, five maybe to be able to get Shador and uh Travis maybe in the top five. Yeah. So, I mean. If it was this year, maybe the Bears.
0: I mean, stranger things have happened in the NFL.
1: Yeah, that would be a. Cr- I mean, that would be some crazy dominoes to fall. Yeah,
0: it's almost like it wouldn't happen till they're on their second contract.
1: And that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is okay. Well, you, they're both gonna have five year first contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they wanted to, they could team back up. Uh, but I don't. You you rarely see that in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Guys like teaming up with old teammates, like Devante. you saw Devontae Adams and and Derek Carr, and then uh, Josh McDaniels took a
0: big shit on that. Yeah, um, Joe Burrow and Chase. But that was that was two years drafted. apart, yeah. yeah, or a year apart in the you NFL. You see draft. that sometimes, right?
1: Um, but it's it's kind of rare. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm Tua sure there's Waddle. there's times where it happens, but it's usually not as like publicized. It's yeah. like, oh, these two guys are. At the end of their rookie contracts, and they're going to reunite in X-City. Right.
0: Hurts and Devontae Smith, too.
1: You see a lot more like teaming up in the NBA.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, you can pretty much just force your way out in the NBA. Can't really do it in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor signed an extension with the Colts. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Pete Nice, is Juju playing this week? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't we'll know. See. Fifty two eighty Ivan. When will Coach Prime get his contract restructures? Definitely need to lock him up. ASAP. I don't know. It's, uh people have talked about this. Jeremy Bloom has been out pretty mm-hmm. openly saying we need to sign him to a massive deal now, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I think they'll open it up as soon as they're ready. As soon as Coach Prime's ready.
0: Yeah. And then Ivan again, what happened with Caleb Farrier? Is that how you Fourier. say it? Fourier. <laughs> Might not matter anymore. T-Law and ETN. It's a good one, too. I don't know what happened with Caleb. Those are all... Yeah. I know. <laughs> they're all years apart.
1: Well, they're all just drafted to the same place. <laughs>
0: yeah. Kyler and Hollywood. Both of them. Or I guess Kyler was drafted there.
1: That's a good one. But Hollywood... That was also a trade.
0: Yeah. Um. Uncle Neely says, not likely for Juju. So there you go. What was the other question? What were we just answering? Oh, with Caleb? I don't... I truly don't know. We, we haven't seen him. What You saw him on special teams, right? Or you noticed him on the special teams unit when he got healthy? Because he missed like the first three or four games. Who? Caleb Faria.
1: Oh, yeah. He was out there on special teams at one point.
0: So something happened. Coach Hart said no juju this week. Okay. Uh, Dr. Vernon's asking how can we watch the game Saturday? Fubo. Fubo TV, of course. Uh, you can sign up for a free trial. Um, but there are many, many ways <laughs> you can watch the game this weekend. Yep, yep. But Fubo is the best one. Exactly. Uh, it is not on basic cable. It's on the Pac-12 Network. Last one of the year, probably. Uh, Has to be.
1: Yeah, because obviously we already have ESP. Washington State's FS1. I saw a media member being like, "Wow, another 8:30 start." I thought we were done with them. I was like, "We've known that was 8:30 since <laughs> before the season <laughs> even started." Of the year.
0: It is on a Friday night, though.
1: Friday night, 830 is going to be kind of a
0: vibe. Yeah, I'm looking forward to at it. At least
1: for us at the bar.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Utah is still TBD. We will get that one probably on Monday and figure out what's going on with that. Michael says, Unc is him. Just met him in the CU cafeteria and showed him love. Go Buffs. How did you meet him in the CU cafeteria? I don't know. <laughs> well, Uncle Neely don't miss a
1: meal. So <laughs> I just mean, how did you get in there? <laughs>
0: Mr. Cunningham. I don't know. Maybe he's a CU athlete. Nicholas with the question. What are some names that you think CU should look at for offensive coordinator? And do you think CU will do it before signing day? I think, I mean, if they're going to make a change, it's going to be pretty quick.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very quick. Um, and I, you know, I'm always a proponent of don't fire anyone unless you already unless you have a plan to replace them. Mm-hmm. And... I think Coach Prime will absolutely have a plan to replace anyone that they move on from, depending on who it may be.
0: I mean, Coach Prime's network is limitless. Uh, We can try throwing out some names, but, I mean, Pat Shermer kind of came out of nowhere and just joined the staff all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Um, So Coach Prime's reach into not only college coaches, but the NFL as well goes pretty far. Um, Someone said uh, Caleb scored the two-point conversion against Stanford. He did. So it's only been two games he's been missing. But yeah,
1: we never saw him ever since he tweeted LOL. Yeah, and then deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a lot of people bringing up Byron Leftwich uh, in the in the chat. Yeah, of course. He's been around. Uh, I would assume he's absolutely a candidate if they're looking for a new offensive coordinator. Sean there's a Tom Brady connection there, too. Yep, yep. So you have Shador, who's like his protege. Yeah. Then you have his uh, former...
0: Quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator. Uh-huh. Uh, come on down, Tom. Yep. I'm sure you're bored. Um, I mean, of course, Bartoloni's on the staff. As Chris said, Some Sean, I think, said Jimbo. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't rule out a former head coach being offensive coordinator, but I don't know if we could handle Jimbo with all the other. Uh... I can't imagine that. <laughs> oh, it
1: would be crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, is Sapp still slated to come? No idea. I think that's on Warren Sapp. Michael says he works for CU. Wait, what did that just say? Audio, Audio engineer for athletics. Oh, yeah, 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 I've met him. Oh, yeah. That's dope. He ain't hard to find, he says. Anything else in the comments today?
1: Um, oh, real quick. Go up just a little. There you go from Matt. How concerned are you over Seton's comments on the coaching situation? think he's leaning away from CU. Newberg seems to think so. Did you take any
0: like slant from his comment? I felt his comment was just very matter of fact. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much said they're not disclosing information. And I don't, he doesn't think anyone knows but Coach Prime at this point. Well, and point. he was probably asked, What is your thoughts on the offensive court? And he's like, Yeah, they're
1: just not talking about it much. Only Coach Prime knows for right now. It was like, to me, it was just like a very standard answer to a yes. question about it, not like a, Yeah. They're not really talking about that right now. You know, like, I guess you can read it anyway you right.
0: want. Right. I mean, he didn't mention, like, relationships with other offensive line coaches or other offensive coordinators. I feel like he could have been like, yeah, well, you know, this opportunity at Oregon or whatever seems a bit more solid at this point just because they actually know who's going to be on the coaching staff next year. Yep. But changes still to come. I'm, I'm team Mike Munchak, too.
1: That would oh, yeah. certainly uh, open some eyes. Yeah, it would.
0: Uh don't know on tailgate yet. Not for Sean. offensive
1: coordinator though, for offensive line, Right.
0: Finish. Um Sean might be coming out this week. We will have sounds. a tailgate. Gotta pop off for the last home game of the season. Yes, sir. All right, chat. Good show today. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh Matt will be back then. And then pregame Friday, postgame Saturday. Crazy, it's the last home week of the season, but we're here, I guess.
1: Crazy, crazy, but there's still more fun to be had.
0: Absolutely, I believe it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs.